0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Wake Up Wednesday. My name is Evan. I'm your host for this show. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't remember what Wake Up Wednesday this is. I'm kind of out of sorts, Um, tired, kind of stressed. I don't know why I'm stressed. I think it's mostly just uh, the idea that I will be going back to school, which I so desperately hate, uh, quite soon. And I'll be, you know, kind of working towards the very end of my degree here. And these these um, high level literature electives, upper level literature electives, is what they're called, uh, are absolutely horrendous. And most of most of what I'm studying is is borderline nonsense. I mean, it doesn't make much sense. Uh, you kind of, in order to get anywhere in in school, have to pander a little bit. I would say to your um, to your professor's politics, and, and I consider myself socially very liberal. Um, but, but boy, man, s- some of the stuff, these concepts that, that are forced into writing that has truly nothing to do with, with these topics at all, um, the way that it's jammed in there and forced in there is quite abrasive and, and frustrating. Um, it, it takes some of the art out of literature, in my opinion. And that is what I love. I love to write. I love to uh, discuss and chat about these types of things. And when when these ideals and it's a very specific set of ideals, right? It's, it's social, it's racial, um, even often gender-based now with the idea that gender is a spectrum or whatever you want to believe that's fine do what you do it's america it's a free country and that that's your prerogative right um but i don't i don't agree that universities and colleges should be thought policing essentially i think everybody should be able to think what they think and i think that's the beautiful thing about about you know a society that is excuse me I have so much congestion too. still fuck a society that is open to these types of ideas. Um, But I just don't know if shoehorning uh, agendas, whether they be conservative or liberal into literature that is hundreds of years old is the, is is the move. Um, I mean, I, Sometimes I actually really enjoy the 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 topics. I mean, I just took a course, a Shakespeare course. Um it was obviously about Shakespeare's works and I got an A, I crushed it. Uh but it looked through Shakespeare's works in a th- through a critical lens of, you know, racial identity. Um and it, that's not typically something you If you're on a very basic level of of understanding of literature or Shakespeare, more specifically, uh, something you would analyze. But I really did analyze it, and I think that there was some things that I learned about not only Shakespeare in the way that he wrote, but about literature at the time, uh, especially in a racial sense that I wouldn't have otherwise looked at. And I can appreciate things like that, but that was a nuanced... um, it was a nuanced exploration, and the w- the way that the professor went about it was was very good and and done ex- extremely well, and I, I enjoyed it. But I think that there is a academic overreach um, and a ideological brainwashing, if you will, uh, that is present in academia, and I just I think that the individual thought thing. Um, that's, st- you know, I- individual thought is what, is what creates these ideologies and then group think is what destroys them. And I just wish that, you know, everybody would form their own nuanced opinion off the backs of these, these, um, bastions, uh, of, of specific ideologies. And, and they just, they just don't anymore. Um, the same shit is recycled over and over again within the past 10 years, five years, Uh, that I've been in school. Not 10 years, obviously, but I I have been... I'll be coming up on my fifth year of school, right? Um, And I've been hearing the same shit over and over again. So I'm just kind of tired of it and I'm kind of stressed about that uh, for sure. So I should probably just get into the sports now. Uh, But I just wanted to explain that to you guys. Hopefully that made sense. I know it was kind of ranty, but I'm just kind of exhausted and I really don't want to go back to school at all. I hate it. I'd be fine uh, working, you know, nine to five doing manual labor for the rest of my life. I, I really just don't have an issue with it. It's what I do in the summers. I enjoy it. It's simple and then I can I can exercise my intellect uh, in other ways, you know, talking about sports or talking about philosophy or music or art or you know, you don't have to be uncultured just because you don't work in a job that requires culture. And I'd say that I've, I've, I've gone through this entire schooling experience to help myself get cultured. And I think that I, I, it has worked in some way, but a majority of my, of my exploration of different cultures and different aspects of different cultures has been done on my own. Um, and, and I think that, uh, within sport, even you, you, you can gain an appreciation for other cultures and, um, other ways of life and other religions. And, you know, through soccer, especially through, through football, um, I've, I've gained such an appreciation for different cultures and the different ways of life and different languages and different, you know, just lenses of, of human life. Um, I've learned so much through, through soccer, especially, um, and, and through American sports as well, I suppose. Um, I, I think I've gained more from, from, from things that I like, things that I like to watch. I've taken more from them and extracted more from them in terms of valuable lessons than I have from ever uh, sitting in a classroom. And I, I don't mean to disrespect some of the more effective and... Um, very wise and, and and powerful professors that I've had because I certainly have had a few that that I you know my respect for them knows no bounds but i mean <laughs> I've learned a lot from from sports too uh so so let's get in there and let's talk about that quick um this will be a short episode just because i'm I think I'm gonna try and get myself out on the golf course and you know take a breath relax uh talk myself down off this fucking Anxious ledge. Um, last weekend was wildcard weekend. We had um, the Colts take on the Bills in the first match. I said Bills would win. Bills did win. I think the line was pretty low here. I think it was around two or two and a half by the time um, or when I bet on it. Bills did win by three, uh, despite you know, despite uh. Indianapolis best efforts they did fall to to the bills Josh Allen played a pretty good game uh Rivers actually played a decent game too but unfortunately uh he could not get it done in the in the the final possession this just plays into that you know Philip Rivers is not clutch argument and he's not clutch unfortunately he's had a lot of different opportunities to take his teams uh, it, you know further into the playoffs. And he has failed multiple times. He does not really get it done when he needs to get it done. And that's unfortunate because I think Phillip Rivers is a very good quarterback, or at least was a very good quarterback. He is aging now and he doesn't look quite as good as he did. Uh, The Bills Bills move on to the divisional round um, where they will face the Ravens. That Ravens Titans game, I'll talk about, that actually went down on Sunday. Um, the Ravens won 20 to 13 after a very slow start. Um, the Baltimore Ravens scored a 20 in the second, third, and fourth quarter collectively. Uh, the Ravens, or the Titans scored 10 in the first quarter, and I thought it was going to be chalked. You have to pardon me, I had to burp. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was going to be chalked after the Titans put up 10 in the first Um, But the Ravens came back and showed some grit. Lamar uh, only threw the ball 24 times. He actually managed to get 179 yards passing, which is kind of a lot for Lamar. Um, He rushed for 136, had a touchdown. The other touchdown came from J.K. Dobbins. And uh, it was... It, it was an ugly game, I'm not going to lie. I mean, 20-13 to 13 against that Titans team, uh, I think that the Ravens could have done better. I think that they should have done better, and I think that they're going to have a really tough time facing the Josh Allen-led Bills this weekend. But we'll have to look forward to it and, and see what's going on. Uh, I'm going to go over the lines after I recap these, so we'll have to see how that goes. Let's hop back to Saturday and, and talk about the Rams-Seahawks game. Uh, Seahawks were the favorite. I had the Seahawks. I thought that they would win. I thought that they would cover. I was wrong. The Rams won. Uh, after their their quarterback, who is actually their backup quarterback, John Wolford, went out in the first quarter after an absolute fucking smash. Um, after he went out, Goff came in. Goff threw for 155 yards, only threw the ball 19 times. It was a run-heavy game. Uh, Cam Akers rushed for 131 yards on 28 carries. Pretty good, um, and uh, none of the receivers really did much. I mean, Cooper Cup was the leading receiver there with 78 yards, uh, with only four receptions. So you didn't see a ton of stuff. The Rams did play great defense. I mean, this is an all-time defense. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat around the bush. I truly think it is. Obviously, you have Aaron Donald, who's amazing, and and their line is is just fantastic. Uh, the Seahawks just couldn't get it done here. I mean, Russ, Russ just didn't play well. I know he threw for two touchdowns. He did have 174 yards. Um, went for 11, 11 for 27. Just not great. I mean, I think you have to be expecting more than 174 yards from Russ. Um, DK DK Metcalf had a touchdown, but he was ultimately locked down. I mean, he finished with 96 yards. And and Lockett only finished with 43. Lockett only had two receptions. And I think that, that a lot of this, this issue with the Seahawks team and, and the idea that their, their offense was poor in the last half of the season, um just comes from the, the the fact that Russ started to to really hammer DK with these with these long balls and Teams caught on, man. They they just they, they understood that, you know, DK's tall and DK's fast and DK's strong, right? And and they're gonna try and keep throwing the long ball and they're not gonna stop and Russ isn't gonna stop and Schottenheimer's not gonna well he, Schottenheimer just got fired, but um he wasn't gonna stop calling those plays. That was just gonna be what they what they kept doing because it worked for the first half of the season and it worked well. Um, and once teams figure that out, then the Seahawks got figured out. The Seahawks' defense started to play better because they had to because the offense wasn't scoring. And once the defense was playing better, the offense just evaporated. So it's an unfortunate unfortunate end to the season for the Seahawks. Uh, I'm hoping that next season will be better for them. Hopefully Russ can, can get in the lab and get his his mind right because he didn't seem to be mentally there for the the. Uh, last half of this season. It was just a poor performance by him, and I think a poor performance overall by the Seahawks, but I don't want to take that away from the Rams. Rams played great. Uh, Cam Akers continues to impress me. 131 yards on 28 carries with a touchdown. Great performance by him. Uh, if if the Rams can keep it up, uh, they'll be looking to, to beat the uh, Packers this weekend. Uh, I don't really subscribe to the idea that the Rams can beat the Packers. Uh, Packers are six and a half point favorites. <clears throat> we'll get to that um, when we recap it, but I, I think that the Rams are probably done here. Uh, we'll see, though. Congratulations on beating the Seahawks, though. That's a big win. The next game, Saturday, 1-9. This was, uh, this was the 8-30 game or eight fifteen or whatever the fuck. Um, I don't remember because I was watching Survivor with my girlfriend because I just had... I had no desire to, to watch this. I, I figured that the Buccaneers would blow the uh, Washington football team out. But I was wrong. Uh, Washington football team only lost by eight. I think the spread was, I forget if the spread was seven and a half. I forget what I had it at. Um, but they did cover for me. So uh, the Bucks had an absolute smasher of a uh, offensive game, putting up 31 points. Tom Brady, 22 for 40 with 381 yards and two passing TDs. Uh, Antonio Brown, no touchdown this week. No, he did score a touchdown this week. Yes, he did. He scored a touchdown, um, 49 yards for him. Mike Evans was the leading uh, receiver in yardage. He had 119 yards. No touchdowns for Evans. I didn't think he would play this week uh, after it looked like his knee absolutely fucking exploded last week. But he was out there. He uh he looked good. And then backup uh well he's not really the backup, but he's kind of like the uh, second choice tight end, Cameron Brait. Uh he had 80 yards. So that was a uh that was a good good game for the uh Bucks in an offensive fashion. Their defense was a little flat. They did let up twenty-three to the Taylor Heineke led Washington football team. Listen, this Taylor Heineke guy, I want to talk about him for a second. Somebody's got to be looking at him for to to be a backup QB. I mean, he was twenty six for forty four. He threw a touchdown. He did throw an interception, but he threw for three hundred six yards. I mean, this guy's this guy's a fucking random. And he came in and and, and he made it competitive against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know they lost by eight, but I think that's competitive. There, I I thought they'd lose by a whole lot more than eight. Um, Cam Sims led the Washington football team. In receiving with 104 yards on seven receptions, Terry McLaurin 75 yards on six receptions. Uh, Steven Sims Jr. was actually um, the only receiver to catch a touchdown on this team. Uh, he had 33 yards on three receptions. So they spread the ball out. Taylor Heineke seemed like he really actually knew what he was doing, and <laughs> I-, I was happy to see. Uh, I was happy to see him get it done. Uh, J.D. McKissick scored a rushing touchdown, and Heineke himself scored a rushing touchdown. So, I mean, this guy seems kind of like an unathletic white dude, Um, but (laughs) he really got it done uh, when he needed to. I think that team should look at him um, moving forward as maybe a backup option because the guy's got grit. He really showed what he was worth, and you know, he 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 fought against Brady in, in a game that really mattered. So congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on moving on. They will face the Saints this weekend, which is sure to be an interesting match. We already talked about the Ravens and the Titans. Next game I want to talk about quickly is the New Orleans Saints versus the Chicago Bears. Saints only beat the uh, only beat the Bears by twelve. I figured that they would probably beat them by thirty, um, but I did I did take the Bears to cover actually. So. Um, Early on in the week, I thought that the Bears may cover, but after, after the fucking, after the first quarter, I was like, all right, this game is gonna get blown wide open. Uh, after the Bears didn't score a thing, but but they didn't. Um, the Saints scored a touchdown in the first, then nothing in the second, then one in the third, and one in the fourth. Uh, Trubisky threw for two hundred yards on um, nineteen completed passes, and had one passing touchdown. Drew Brees threw for 265 on 28 completions and two passing touchdowns. Now, I don't think the Saints looked all that good. I think that the Bucks are going to be looking to uh, actually beat the Saints this weekend. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But the Bears didn't look um, sharp. I mean, Trubisky's just so criminally average. Uh, I think that the Bears have to be looking at a new quarterback option. I think that that's what most of their issues lie in. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I'd say, is probably the best available quarterback out there. He's obviously not happy with his situation in Houston. So I think that the Bears and, and Bears management need to be looking at at Watson or, or somebody of Watson's caliber to, to bring in and, and try that. Because the Mitch Trubisky experience— uh, Experience, I said, but I really meant experiment. But I guess you could call it the Mitch Trubisky experience as well. Um, has not been a good one. It's it, it's not panning out. I don't think Foles is your is your guy either. I know Nick Foles won my team a Super Bowl, but unfortunately, I don't really give a fuck. Um, that was lightning in a bottle. It was a great great play call that won us the game. That's it. So that's, that's all I can say. Um, Bears. Got to be looking to to do more against uh, against the Saints. I mean, they didn't play the, the Saints didn't play that great, and the Bears only put up nine points. I figured that it would be you know a little bit more of an interesting game than this. This game was on Nickelodeon, I think. So it was it was a funny experience, an interesting experience for sure. Um, but uh, all around, I mean, kind of a boring game. Next game, Browns versus the Steelers. <laughs> this was a game. Brown scored 28 points in the first quarter. That is four touchdowns. Baker threw for 263 yards with three passing TDs and 21 completions. Nick Chubb did not get a touchdown in this game, but Kareem Hunt had two. Uh, 48 yards for Kareem Hunt, so obviously short. Uh, he's the a, a short back. He's the scoring back for them. Um, so some games, not, not always, but, but some games, and he had an absolute day for himself. None of the receivers uh really had anything fantastic. Uh Chubb did get a receiving touchdown, just no rushing touchdown. Uh Chubb rushed or received seventy yards and uh, Jarvis Landry had ninety two. So nothing nothing crazy for them. Baker did have a decent game. Uh no interceptions for him, which is surprising. I, I think I figured he did he would throw one tonight. Or this night, sorry, not tonight. Uh Steelers are out. I mean they're frauds. The past five weeks, they went one and in, one in four. And it's just, you have to be expecting more from the Steelers. Tomlin, I, I'd say, really needs to take a look into what's going on with his team, what the culture of his team is. The Browns went out there wanting to fucking eviscerate them. And they did. They put 20, uh, 28 unanswered points up in the first quarter. That's borderline unheard of in a wild card game where where the where the defense is good, right? And the Steelers defense is good. But they looked like Swiss cheese this night. Everything was getting through them. They got absolutely hammered and although they tried to rally in the second half with 13 points in the third and 14 in the fourth, it wasn't enough. Um it just wasn't enough. The, the Browns didn't score anything in the third quarter, but in the fourth they also put up 13 to hold off the Steelers. This was never ever gonna be a win after the uh, the twenty eight zero you know first quarter it just wasn't gonna happen and and Juju and Claypool and the rest of the fucking guys on TikTok you got to be looking inside yourself and asking yourself man you know what was I doing I made everyone hate me and everyone that was going up against these guys fucking hated them and I don't really have anything against them I think they're kids I think you know it's fine. They're just cocky kids. I, I, I get it. Uh, I don't think that they're fucking villains like it seems like all of their opponents did. Uh, but Corvette, Corvette, and the gang uh, are eliminated from playoff contention. Ben Roethlisberger looks washed. He needs to go. He needs to be gone. He needs to retire. That old rapist. Uh, he just needs to be done, I think. He he doesn't have any whip in his throws. No, no snap in his elbow anymore. It's just... It's all gone. He, he, he looks terrible and fat and old. So see you, Ben, and uh, hopefully the Steelers are, are better next year. That was a terrible performance from, from a team like that. I, I really expected more, but congratulations to the Browns on your playoff drought. Congratulations to Baker um, on, on really improving this year. And we have, to, we have to also take into consideration that the Browns didn't even have their head coach. So this was a huge win for them, and and a deserved win, and or win. And if you're a Browns fan, then congratulations. I mean, be proud of your team. They had a great performance, and I hope you guys can can look to do some damage against the Chiefs. Although I don't think you will. Okay, that is the recap of the Wild Card round. We're at 23 minutes, and I gotta run soon. So we're gonna quickly uh, go over the games for this weekend, the Divisional round. You have the LA Rams taking on the Green Bay Packers. Packers are a six and a half point favorite. I think that is deserved. I think that the Packers win by at least seven. They probably win by 10. I don't know if the Rams are going to be able to make this competitive. Um, I think Rodgers really, really, really wants a Super Bowl here. I think he wants a second ring. I think he's really you know, happy that he's not getting his his talent wasted anymore and He's happy with his team as well, so I just think that the Packers win here. I don't think that the Rams can, although they upset the Seahawks, I don't think that they can upset two weeks in a row, uh, especially not a Packers team as good as this. So I'm going to take Packers to cover 6.5. Next game, uh, sorry, oh, my mouth is so dry. Uh, Ravens taking on the Bills. Ravens are a 2.5-point dog. Bills being the two-and-a-half-point favorite I think is is solid. I think that's correct. I'm going to take the Bills to cover two-and-a-half. Uh, I love Josh Allen. I think he's amazing. I think he's one of the top four QBs in the league. Uh, I think that he's a future first-ballot Hall of Famer if he keeps his pace up. I love him like my own brother. Uh, I, just, I just love the way that he plays football. I think that he makes it— so entertaining to watch, and and I just really like the fact that he's improved so much from last season to this season. Last season, obviously, he showed sparks for you. Uh, the Bills got him some help. They got Stefan Diggs in. You know, the Diggs-Allen connection is amazing, and you don't often see uh, a receiver, especially of, of Diggs caliber, usually that first year that they get traded, they fall off a little bit. Like You can see that with DeAndre Hopkins this year, right? Um, for example, at least uh but but I think that the 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 connection between allen and Diggs is really good and I just I think that the the bills continue on here I I can't see uh I can't see, a, I can't see a, a upset here I really can't I mean especially if if Lamar can't get it going in the air then they're going to have a tough time keeping up scoring with the bills uh, I know that they have an amazing run game the Ravens but I don't think it's going to be enough at the end uh we're gonna take bills to cover 2.5 Um, next game, Browns, Chiefs, Chiefs are a 10 point favorite. I kind of like the Browns to cover 10 here, but I think that's kind of a track or a trap rather. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs to cover 10. I know that's big, but they're coming off obviously, you know, a week of rest and they're going to be looking to, to show the Browns that they're not going to let them by like the Steelers did. And I think that that Mahomes comes out and absolutely fucking slings the ball. Tyreek Hill, two touchdowns. It's coming. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs, minus 10. They're going to win. They're going to beat the shit out of the Browns. Final game, probably the game I'm looking forward to most uh, after that one game in the middle of the season where the Saints won by like 30 points. Saints-Bucks. Saints Saints are a three-point favorite. Bucks, obviously, three-point dog here. I'm taking the bucks. I really am. I I I, I just I see them winning this game. I, I think Brady is now like locked in. He he's in playoff mode and I know that I said he was kind of a fraud at some points this season and that I wasn't buying in, but I actually am buying in now. I think Brady and Antonio Brown, the connection that they have is is evident. And I think that you're gonna see, you know, the past two weeks, obviously they've been linking up for for scores. I think that you're gonna see more of that this weekend. I think Mike Evans has another good weekend. And I just think that it's a passing, you know, it's a passing bonanza. It's gonna be a shootout. And I, I hope it is a shootout. I hope it's an amazing game to watch. And I'm thrilled, thrilled that this is one of the matchups we're getting. This will be the third time that the teams face each other this year, and it'll be really entertaining. So I'm hoping uh I'm hoping that the Bucks can cover plus three. Um, I'm gonna bet on them, and we will have to see uh, how things pan out. With that, I am done. I am done giving you guys my knowledge. Thank you for listening to the rant at the beginning of the episode. Um, I know I probably was talking fast in this one, so thank you all for listening. Um, I appreciate it as always. Let me know if there's anything you guys want me to talk about. Uh, we're we're coming pretty close here on the NFL. You know, there's only going to be two games to talk about, uh, next week and, and four to recap. So after that, that next week's episode, I'm probably going to have to find something else to talk about. I mean, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about because basketball is hard to divvy up the, the games that you want to talk about. You know, you can talk about a team's week, I guess, uh, if you want, but that's kind of it because the games, there's not really any uniform schedule and especially with all the fucking postponement bullshit now. Um, You have absolutely no idea. Speaking of, the Hawks-Suns game was just postponed because of COVID-19. So um, maybe Matt and I will talk about it on the regular show, but shit's kind of getting ridiculous again. We'll have to see. uh, What the fuck happened to the vaccine, man? Where's the vaccine? Get get everybody the vaccine. Seriously. Uh, What the fuck? Um, That's it, though. I will uh, I'll talk to you guys later on this week thanks for tuning in as always make sure you check out our socials uh, check us out on YouTube now too the link is in our Twitter bio uh, Instagram bio you know it's all it's all connected so go out check over there um, we're not doing the our, our private shows on the on the YouTube we're doing the big show on YouTube each week uh, we'll see if that changes but it's kind of nice to just sit here behind the mic and and shoot the shit. Uh, without having to be on camera, that shit is kind of taxing, Uh, but we enjoy doing it, and we enjoy that, that you guys enjoy it, so thanks for watching, as always, make sure you check out our socials, like, rate, review, subscribe, do whatever you gotta do, uh, let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about, and we will talk about it, thank you guys, as always, for listening, and uh, stay safe, we will talk to you all soon, see ya.